Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Hillcrest Duo. Today is Saturday, January the 23rd, 2016. I am your host, Metal John, at Metal John Radio on Twitter, and I'm joined by the one, the only, Mr. Brad Risto. I am at Outsider Brad on the Twitter machine. Brad, let's just cut right to the chase. Suicide Squad, new trailer dropped earlier this week. Yes, it did. How many times did you watch the trailer? I have watched it um, about four times. All right. Tried to find some little things. Yeah, I watched it a couple times right away before I even reacted to it. And then my reactions and then... I have a question. Did you kind of... Uh, burned through it like um, uh, you used to when you would be, be a teenager and then you wouldn't be able to watch that VHS tape anymore because you just kind of burnt a hole in that part yeah. of the um, tape. Well, I've got it on my DVR when they aired it. you know. On Back in the bad old days when you had VHS and you'd have to pause, 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 and you could um, uh, completely ruin a tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we are going to – we're going to talk about that Suicide Squad trailer in just a few minutes. Uh, also, on this episode, we're going to talk Supergirl, episode 10, Childish Things. We got some uh, some new develops in that show. Well, we'll talk about that. We got Flash, season 2, episode 10, potential injury or energy, mm-hmm. energy, potential energy aired. We'll talk about that. Uh, Arrow, midseason return, Blood Debts, episode 10, season 4. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. We got some. Uh, Got a good show for you here, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start off with Suicide Squad, which obviously comes out in August. But the brand new trailer came out this week on the CW. Yes, uh, pretty cool feature uh, about the Dawn of Justice, where they kind of talked a little uh, Wonder Woman. They talked about some of the other upcoming movies in Dawn of Justice. Yeah, showed some clips that we hadn't seen before, some interviews from some of the actors, mm-hmm. and then to end the episode, they dropped the brand new Suicide Squad trailer, and it looks great. Yes. I am excited about it because this is exactly what I would have wanted from this one. It has this kind of dark, edgy um, uh, backdrop. But what I love about this, and I'm actually going to touch on Batman vs. Superman here, is it has these bright, colorful characters to contrast it. What frightens me about Batman vs. Superman, which is also was kind of the, um, uh, t- what this um, special was about, was it has a dark um, uh, background, and the colors are kind of, for the characters, are muted. This one, it's... Dark background, bright, colorful characters. And I love that. That's exactly what this movie should be. Well, the trailer opens up with what I think is an excellent song choice. Bohemian Rhapsody, yes. Queen. Pretty awesome opening to the trailer. Um, you got to see a lot of new stuff. Um, Going to point out a few things, a few things I liked, a few notices. I've also, I'm one of those people too, and I do this with like the Batman movie stuff, is I find the, like the websites that grab the screenshots of the trailer mm-hmm. and say, okay, in this shot, we're looking at this. What do you think this means? And then people start their little theories and stuff. I'm going to point out some of those things yes. in my thoughts. Uh, the first thing, my only concern with this movie up to this point has been Will Smith. And we don't see anything additional from Will Smith in this trailer, but to you, Brett, I mean, see a concern at all as far I'm, as... I'm not concerned about Will Smith. The only thing that would concern me about this movie is perhaps the cast is too large, I, that there are too many members of the team. Because what worked about the Avengers movies in the past was every single hero had pretty much had their own movie. The only, uh, if you think about it, the only hero introduced in the first Avengers film was Hawkeye. Every other one had been um, already introduced and had an established backstory. This one, every single one is being introduced, so every single one of the, I think it's six main characters, 
Yeah, I'm going to go Six main the- characters is going to have to have a backstory, and I just feel it's going to be slapdash, and that's what concerns me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that was my that was bullet point number two I had on my notes here to to, to bring up to you that um, something I got right away from this trailer probably after the first viewing is that Harley Quinn seems to be the centerpiece of this. Yes, um, it almost appears if Harley Quinn is like she's the one they're trying to promote as like the 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 main member. Yes, which is weird because. Harley Quinn's more of like that sidekick character mm-hmm. and really wouldn't be a main member. Um, and, you know, if you think about it, the two other female leads are yeah. part of the Suicide Squad in this, Enchantress and Katana, barely seen in the trailer. Yeah. We d- I don't even think they got a speaking role in the trailer. I know. And and it's almost like they're non-existent. Other people, El Diablo, Captain Boomerang, Rick Flag, Killer Croc, Slipknot. Killer Croc, which, by the way, is a pretty good sized Batman villain. Yeah. And and all we're getting is flashes of him. We haven't heard him talk yet. Nope. We haven't really seen him in action yet. Nope. I mean just we've seen him physically on screen, but yes. really hasn't done. So clearly I'm I'm getting this vibe that Harley Quinn is the centerpiece. Or at least and, and, and I almost feel like the Joker is like a side character. Like he's not even like uh, a main character in this right. movie either. Which yeah, it, was- which it does concern me because Everybody kind of want they want the Joker. They want the Joker to be a part of this. But if you look at the poster that came out the day before this trailer did, mm-hmm. it's a poster where it's like an overhead shot yes. looking down on the squad. They're all standing there together, kind of like in a triangle formation, and the Joker's off to the left, all the way by himself. Well, obviously, um, I think they probably run it to him. We we talked about um. Uh Whatchamacallit last week, um, Assault on Arkham. I think it's going to essentially be sort of like that where they kind of run into him over the course of the movie. He is not a member of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, and we know they're going to show, you know, a lot of the Joker, Harley Quinn. There's some photos out there of Harley Quinn before she's Harley Quinn, when she's Dr. Harley Quinzel. Yes. Quinzel. Quinzel. We're going to see that, you know, in this movie. Um, But... I almost kind of feel like the Joker's not really gonna have a big role in this, or um, maybe he'll have a role, but he's 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 not gonna be on the screen all the time. Like no. like I think a lot of fans well, like are expecting. I said, uh, this is obviously going to be an ensemble cast with all of them, and once again, I just feel they may have overfilled it with too many characters, and that worries me. Yeah. All right, we're gonna get more on the Joker in a little bit. Right now, just going to kind of talk to you a, a couple of little. Things I noticed in a few of the shots. Um, uh, there's a few clips of Boomerang, yeah. which if you don't know who Boomerang is and you watch the trailer, he's the really crazy guy screaming into the security camera. Mm-hmm. And there's also a shot of him. And if it, it happens so fast you don't notice, but there's a shot where he gets out of like an SUV and he punches somebody. That's a female FBI agent. And he punches her right in the face. Yeah. So if you look and find the screenshot of this. It's like a gif of him just punching this female FBI agent right in the face. I was like, These wow. are not good people. Yeah, he's he's not good. Um, I, I did notice Chicago. Chicago sighting yes. in the trailer. The, the, the scene with the helicopters mm-hmm. that was clearly over the Chicago River. Yes, it was, and it was awesome. And I remember when they, when they came to Chicago to film, um, you know, there was like, oh, Suicide Squad's in town for like three days to film. No actors are in town. It's just principal photography. Yeah, in technology grand, just, we're not going to have anything here. Just put this helicopter in after the fact, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> well, a couple of other little things. I don't know if you noticed this. Did you see the giant eyeball? 
There's a giant eyeball. There's panda bears in, in a few different clips. They all yes. got assault rifles. They're just like almost like washed up like hockey mascots, yes. like welding machine guns. Awesome. Uh, Joker's henchmen, I'm assuming. I'm assuming are some are some such bollocks. Unless it's like disguises for the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all right, let's get to the Joker. So yes. uh, Joker in the tuxedo, mm-hmm. great shot. Yeah. Loved loved that. Um, so we could talk a little bit because uh, I, I feel like the trailer sort of sort of gave us Harley Quinn's origin story and, yeah, and really kind of kind of confirmed what's going to happen. So you see at the end of the trailer the Joker's diving into the Ace Chemicals, mm-hmm. and then you see the quick flash of him holding Harley Quinn in the chemicals. Um, so some people it, are it upset. appears yeah some people are upset because so. But this is the origin that's similar to the comic origin. Well, it's similar to it, but not close enough to make because they're fine with them doing the comic origin. They just don't think they did it right because instead of it appears at the very least they're making it look like Harley falls in on accident and he jumps in to save her, making the Joker seem more heroic. Where in the comics, Ooh, he shoves her. Case. See, I don't think that's the case because that first trailer, he he, it's clearly he's talking to her when he says, "I'm going to hurt you really, really bad." Um, to me, that's that's Harley, and he's like he's messing with her mind at that point. Well, and that appears that it could be also taking place in the chemical plant too. I that see. scene. So I think he, I think he, he, he puts her in there. But well, the, but what most people are upset about is the scene of him ju- diving in to save her, okay. and that's what people are um, taking issue with. I mean, obviously, we have no idea what's going to happen. You could be one hundred percent right, but it's that. Image of him diving in and him giving him that hero shot, even in the trailer, that's setting people off because the Joker is by no means a hero. Yeah, I mean, I read a really good write up from um, HitFix, uh, Donna Dickens. Uh, not a big fan of how the origin appears to be set up in this movie, and and kind of goes in the detail about how in the animated series, Harley Quinn was really a doctor. Yes, and the Joker, like, sort of wooed her and manipulated and 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 she kind of made that choice to become bad to become the joker's sidekick right. and fall in love with him whereas it appears in this movie that she wants no part of it and the joker is going to make her like you know uh, and, and and so it's not going to be her choice it's his choice yes and, and um, i'm fairly certain in the comics it was a, um a, some kind of hybrid between that where she he um uh, she kind of did, but he still shoved her into the chemicals that made him what he is. Yeah, so this kind of explains a little bit of that pale look she's got with her obviously being in the chemicals, just like we know he was in the chemicals at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, so so people have also uh, uh, pointed out, uh, you know, stepping aside from that, people have also pointed out that Enchantress actually might end up being the villain in this movie because we don't know who the villain is yet. We no, don't know we don't. who the squad is going after, but looking at some of the screen grabs, it appears that maybe Enchantress is is the villain because she isn't in any of the scenes where it shows the squad together. Mm-hmm. Like when they're walking in, in sync together, like, you know, in that outdoor scene yeah, in the when street. They're doing the... She's nowhere to be seen. So they think that maybe... And there's also this weird, like, alien-like... Thing going on in the city with all these explosions and right, stuff. And things that are maybe, just exploding. Maybe she's behind some of that. So because right now all we've seen is an orgy of explosions as they cause chaos. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting how how 
how everything gets put together and how how right. the Joker fits into this. How they, re- I mean, because I don't know how they're going to get into origin stories of everybody. That's but it what, feels, like I said. But it feels like they're going to get into some of the origin with Harley because yes. we're going to see Harley get created. We've already seen pictures of her in her doctor outfit interviewing Mr. J. Right. We've already seen some of that, you know, in photos. So obviously that's going to be part of like. Was it going to be flashbacks? Is it going to be at the top of the movie? I don't know. But like I said, I this was the first thing I told you at the top of this episode. I feel that the ensemble cast is too big to um, uh, produce a good film, and that worries me. I love the colorful characters. I just think they might have bitten off more than they can chew. Yeah, because I, I, I get what you're saying on this, you know, and as a fan of, of you know, of, of Batman and stuff and... Um, I, I think I'm okay with it because I, I kind of get the idea that, all right, so Harley Quinn's going to be the centerpiece along with Deadshot, played by Will Smith. You're two big actors right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Joker's going to be a big part of this. When you get let and then And then everybody else is just going to kind of fill in yes. and, and just be there. Whereas now if you're a fan, if you're a huge fan of, of Killer Croc, you're probably like, yeah, Killer Croc. Well, he, he's... He's not. Uh, we're, he's not, not I, we're not going to get into. He's a, not a feature. We're not going to get the origin story for him. Probably, we're not going to get a, a lot of him on screen. Right. But we'll, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So uh, obviously, now that the New Year's here, all the holidays have passed. Some of our TV shows have returned and uh, taken up some of our time. So uh, Supergirl. We'll start off with that. Episode ten just recently aired. Childish things where we get introduced to Toy Man. Yeah. He's got a pretty sweet yo-yo with knives. He breaks yeah. out of prison. Turns out to be Wind's dad. Yep. Um, you know, but I will say that uh, that toy factory, the slingshot toy factory that was yeah. abandoned, that was pretty cool, and that arcade. Mm-hmm. Although, can I ask a quick question? Obviously, in the middle of the episode, Supergirl falls for a trap, falls down in uh, quicksand. Why didn't she just start flying? She has to have fast enough reflex to say, oh, crap, there goes the floor. I'm going to start flying. Exactly. I'm like, why doesn't she just start flying? It doesn't seem to be like a very effective trap. It, <laughs> I was it, like, just fly. And either Toy Man is just a complete genius or really fast or there's some big time gaps in here. Because it seemed like he escaped from prison and then the very next day he had Win come to the, the, the seaside toy arcade place, which was already rigged with gas Hidden cameras, right. a projection mm-hmm. to, to make it look like he was there. And then you go to the abandoned toy factory where you got the quicksand set up. That was like the next day. Yeah. It just seemed like all this stuff was like well put together. It's almost like he put it all together and then he escaped from prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, it, it, I will say this, though. I, I'm, I'm glad, Toy Man, we really don't know what his fate is. And I kind of hope... They keep them around for a little bit because it's nice to have a non-alien villain. Right. Although, can I say one, th- one more thing that made me laugh about this episode? At the very end, she's flying around and she gets back to the apartment. She sits down, gets under the blanket, eats pizza in her costume. Well, first of all, that's hot. Yes, it is, but it just seems kind of impractical. Well, I'm not going to bother. And she just happened to do it while there's a hidden camera. Oh, there just happened to be um, a hidden camera as they find, um, obviously, she gets found out. Yeah. But still, just the fact, like. Why would you, yeah, why would you eat pizza in your Supergirl outfit? I know, you're going to get grease all over it. I mean, do you go home from work and just start eating, like, while you're wearing your work clothes? I, I usually don't. Well, I, I, I have no problem doing that. I don't get in my jammies, but I'll, like, unbutton my shirt. Oh. 
Well, I have an undershirt on all the time because I have the button-up shirts. Oh, so I unbutton it and I get myself a little more comfortable. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, she's just like, I'm going to get home. I'm going to take this pizza, get under this blanket, and watch TV with you. All right. Well, it was the most Gilmore Girls this series has gotten. Yeah. Since you brought up the end of the episode, though, let's let's talk about it. So Max has a hidden camera planted on Alex's purse to, to, to spy on her and clearly knows that the two girls are sisters. Yahtzee. Um, so therefore, is it safe to say Max knows who Supergirl, Supergirl is? Yeah. So that's not good for her. And we also know back at Lord Tack, this girl all tied up with black eyes is going to end up being Bizarro Girl. Um, Bizarro! Which, I know that's the assumption, but, you know, we already know episode 12 coming out on Monday, February 1st, will feature Bizarro Girl as the villain. So mm-hmm. it's safe to say this girl tied up is Bizarro Girl. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Wynn, though. I got to yeah. say, man, I, I'm disliking this guy. First of all, he goes. He gets that rejection when he goes in for the kiss. He just cannot. Keep and up and with he's just a hot mess. And yeah. he even admits that he's like a mess. He's admit that like he bottles in everything. He's mm-hmm. gonna explode one day. And obviously, the girl he's been in love with forever doesn't love him back. Yeah, we've already because uh, she. Because first of all, I refuse to call uh, Jimmy Olsen James because she's in love with Jimmy. I just I can't call him James. Yeah, I can't do it. But still, just he he is. Uh, Right what now, do you think they're going to do with his character? I have no idea. I feel like he's, he's, ca- he's too much of a hot mess and nothing seems to be going his way. And he's not catching on. Yeah, I almost feel like his character's getting set up for like a runaway. Like he's yeah. just going to like disappear. You know, he's I mean, just going to like quit Kako yes. and disappear. Uh, that, that's what happens. And I would sometimes. be happy if he did that. Oh, yeah. I don't like him. Because there, I, f- I remember watching some shows. I mean, Aaron Sorkin did this a lot with his shows. He wouldn't even explain where they went, they would just stop appearing. I mean, they are. They would be principal cast members, just completely disappear, no explanation. Gone. And I'd be completely fine with that, too. You don't need to explain it. They just stopped appearing. Yeah. Oh, and I want to go back to one other thing. So going back to the Seaside Arcade. Yeah. Remember? So the projection thing showed mm-hmm. Toy Man there. Did you notice the FBI raided that place and lit him up? Like, talk about excessive force. <laughs> they came in and they were like, put your hands up. <laughs> I mean, and they just lit him up. I mean, he, he didn't even have a weapon on him. Well, I'm sitting there like, whoa, excessive force. Obviously, <laughs> they know that this guy is dangerous. Yeah, but all he did was kill somebody with a yo-yo. But at least they have aim, because when all too often when you watch some of these shows, the heroes never have good aim. They I mean, and after miss. doing that, I can understand why that affected Win big time. Because think about it. You think... You're talking to your dad, and you're trying to convince him to give himself up. The FBI raids in and gives the guy three seconds to put his hands up and just lights him up, like, with no shame. And then it turns out not to be him. He's not there. And now yeah. they're going to go out on a manhunt and look for him. What do you think they're going to do when they find him? <laughs> like, yeah. you made us shoot a fake projection. Oh, now we're, we're really going to shoot, shoot you for real. So watch out for the excessive force in this show. Uh, yeah, right. apparently the FBI in the DC universe has um, uh, light rules. Yeah. I, I'm still I'm still into the show, but I almost feel like it's becoming a little bit more of a guilty pleasure show. Like, I almost feel like it's not targeted for me and you. I feel like it's targeted for families. It's targeted for females. 
There's a lot yeah. of the girl drama, and I'm just like, man, where's but the I kinda, like, cool stuff for guys at? Well, I actually I uh, when, agree with you. Wynn would I, be a character we would like, but he's too much of a wimp. Like, but, I com- a little... but I'm still digging the fact. I think you're right. It is a family show, but I'm completely digging it because I'm going to be honest. I watch it with my mommy. Aww. We watch it um, obviously different places, but we watch it together, and I text her, and it's just wonderful. Nah, see, I watch. I'm it, a mama's I wa- boy. I, I watch it with my kitty cat. Wait, 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 wait. I think you have to tell everyone what your kitty cat's name is. Selena Kyle. That's right. He named his cat Selena Kyle. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, but you know what sucks? Those people are like, oh, what's your cat's name? And I tell them, and then they give me this look like, what is that for? <laughs> oh, Obviously, worry. you don't listen to the duo. Obviously, you don't listen to the duo or um, watch any Batman movie ever. Yeah. All right, let's talk about The Flash. So, Flash, season two, episode 10, potential in. Energy. energy, potential energy. It, it's a thing in physics. And no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get into um, a physics lecture. So here. we're we're introduced to a new metahuman turtle, and it's not the one from Entourage. <laughs> but it would have been funny if they would have got Jerry Ferrer to play him. Oh, of course it would have, because he kind of had that like short, stocky thing going on. Got Jesse L. Martin to play a cop. Yeah, why can't you? <laughs> so uh, my first question on this is why has Cisco been tracking this guy and keeping him from everybody? So yeah, that seemed a little fishy. Well, to me. he wasn't keeping him from everyone. Everybody but Barry knew about Turtle. Yeah, but because that was one of the jokes. I go, oh yeah, Turtle, Turtle, Turtle. Mm. So everyone knew about it, but Barry. So that was more of the fact that Barry was kind of clueless. It's just it's uh, it still sounds suspicious to me. Um. So then at the end there, we saw Harry took Turtle... Uh, uh, T- took his blood, took his powers, I, I, I don't assume know. he's taking his power to slow people down. I, I'm just wondering what what what, what is, Harry's doing here. Is he going to, like, basically collect these samples and blo- to kind of create, like, a super he, guy that can do everything? Is he going to still continue with his, um at least so far, planned betrayal of Barry? Or is he trying to find another angle to try and stop Zoom? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to use Turtle's power, and I would have to assume he's going to use it to try because he's a scientist. He's going to try yeah. to use it to maybe give to Barry to try to catch Zoom, but I, Barry doesn't seem the type of person that'd be like, "Oh yeah, sugar, inject me with his blood and yeah, I'll inject me. his power. Inject me, inject me, give it to me." Ah. Uh. But, but you know, I mean, this was obviously a um a episode coming off the winter break. Had the big um uh, reveal of um uh, Wally um uh, showing up. Joe trying to connect with Wally throughout this episode. Wally, who's a street racer, apparently. Yeah, Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's that storyline. Yeah, well, I, we I all know. know who Wally West is going to become eventually. I mean, he's in the comic books. He's Kid Flash. Yep. So that's just a matter of time before he gets his own super speed powers. And how's he going to get that? I don't know, because he <laughs> wasn't there, but obviously it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. But it, it was more of just, a, obviously, a filler episode as a, um, a, we see Harry starting to um, set things up to try and take down Zoom. Yeah. What did you think about the whole Barry almost telling Patty, you know, his identity? Um, I'm, I've already said this plenty of times. I kind of get burnt out on some of these shows where it seems like everybody knows. Yes. It's more fun when nobody knows, well, you know? Um, yeah. and just like in Supergirl, you know, where almost everybody she's close with knows it's that she's Supergirl. And, and, and now on Flash, it's like, oh, I'm dating this girl. I better tell her who I am. 
And it, Harry's the only one that was smart. He's like, dude, don't do it. No, more <laughs> importantly, I don't think he should tell her. She's a cop. She should have figured it out. Yeah, more well, and, 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 and she should have easily figured it out when, Tur- when Turtle kidnapped her and was like, I kidnapped you because I know you mean a lot to the Flash. And... I'm yeah, here to she catch should it. Have and she seemed it. confused by it, but if she would have really thought about it, hmm, same height. Same uh, stone set jaw. Yeah, same voice. Well, he does that thing. Yeah. He he masks his voice. Well, it might be not that effective to us watching, but let's um, uh, suspend our disbelief and say it um, uh, confuses people in the universe. Not to mention, if Patty puts things together, he, he really had a Superman moment at the art show. Yeah. He's there. He knows this turtle. Oh, I got to go. What What are you talking about? Boom. He disappears. And then all of a sudden, there's like the all Flash. hell breaking loose at the, at the art show. And the Flash shows up. Yes. That's a Superman moment. All right. Exactly. She should have figured it out. Like you said, she's like a I cop. said, if I could, I'm completely fine with her finding out. I just think she should have figured it out because she's a detective. That's all. Yeah. So the final moments of that episode, reverse flash reappears at the very end. Yes. Pretty but, awesome. But um uh, looking like Eobard Thawne, not looking like Harry Wells. Yeah, so uh if it is Professor Thawne, we're not really sure yet. I tried notice I, I went back and rewatched that clip. Trying to see if they were in a different time period. Right. More importantly... But it doesn't look like it. More importantly, maybe we'll finally get to find out why Eobard Thawne doesn't like The Flash. Because that's what I'm hoping for. Because that was never really um, uh, fully explained in Season 1, why Eobard Thawne hates The Flash. We just kept being told, I hate The Flash, I hate The Flash. Never never the raison d'etre for his um, uh, hate of The Flash. Yeah. It's got to have something that he's got to do something to him, you know, at right. some point that we haven't figured out yet. And I, I, I've almost stopped myself from trying to go into the comics and finding out why, because I'm not a big Flash guy, so I don't want to know why Eobard Thawne hates the Flash. I want to find out on this show. Yeah, and then you got to go and recheck your work and see if they did it right. <laughs> right. Uh, so the Arrow midseason return, Blood Depths, Depths, mm-hmm. episode ten, season four. Uh, Brad, you didn't watch this episode, did you? I missed it. You didn't? All right. So the episode opens up with um, Oliver Queen standing on uh, a newly um, built grave, I guess you could say. Like all the dirt was flesh. A fresh fresh, grave. Fresh grave. He's standing on it. He's looking at the tombstone. Barry Allen shows up and, you know, and, and... they're talking to each other, and, and and Oliver's like, I know what I have to do now. I have to kill Damien Dark. I have to kill him. Then it cuts to four months earlier, and we kind of get... So we're left with this mystery of who's in the grave. Right. Um, I, We see a scene where Felicity gets injured. She's in the hospital, so they're trying to plant you that seed. Ooh, I want everybody to think it's Felicity, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But that seems to be the biggest thing is that we don't know. So... As, as the episode wraps up, it gets right back to that point where he's at the grave. He's walking away from the grave. He gets in the limo, and Felicity's in the limo. And and she's like, you know, what? so what are we going to do next? And he's like, I'm, i got to kill Damien Dark. And, and yeah. the limo drives off. And then um, one of the recaps I was looking at pointed out that Felicity was not wearing her engagement ring in that scene. Oh. So... Um, 
Wow. You know, just like just like I've been saying all season long with Arrow, it seems to be lacking like excitement and action. But now you've got this: who is in the grave? And there's a scene in the episode um, where Oliver goes to Damien's house. Um, he has a confrontation with Damien. Um, Damien lets him lets him go, but he promises him that he's going to hurt somebody that he truly cares about. So that's where I look back on that scene and I'm thinking, okay, somebody in the grave, it's got to be somebody that Damien put in the grave and it's got to be somebody close to him and it's not Felicity. So is it Thea? Is it Laurel? Right. Some of the speculation out there is that maybe it's, maybe it's Detective Lance, but I don't really feel like he's too close to him. Like, it's got to be someone important. I almost feel like it's going to be Thea or Laurel. And and if it is, it better be Laurel because I hate her. I <laughs> well, hate then, her. But then I it, hate that, that scream thing she it, does. Well, in oh. that case, it better be Thea because it's someone you like. Ugh. I want it to be someone that the um, uh, people like. So they're like, no, I don't want her to be dead. I want there to be a way to make it uh, undead. Yeah. But. Well, well, I, I guess, well, but thank you for the recap because I was. That was pretty much all you missed. I, I mean, it's just a matter of who's in this grave, and and we know it's not Felicity, and okay. we know uh, Oliver's going to go try to kill Damien. Oliver's not which, playing by the around way, Damian anymore. Dark, I think, has been a pretty good villain. Oh yeah. Um, I just don't understand, and it's never really been completely explained why he has these metahuman powers of being able to just like. I mean, unless they're going to tie him into the Flash as well. But uh, um, next week's uh, episode is called AWOL. And uh, coming soon, in a few episodes, Vixen will be making an appearance on Finally. Arrow. Which uh, uh, looks pretty cool. And uh, I forgot the girl's actress, the actress that's playing her. But yeah. she's the same one that voiced her on, yeah, the, she's on the, the series. That, that's, what, that's why it's so cool. Because they, they're getting the same person who was the voice actress to be the actress. Which is kind of neat. Yeah. And so Legends of Tomorrow aired... Um, I did put it on for a little bit. Didn't really watch the full episode start to finish, and I, I'm not interested. Me neither. I mean... I, I think you're taking probably the the least interesting characters and, you can't just and put them all in one show, and I don't know. I mean, unless you... Yeah, I, I'm just not I, I understand what DC's trying to do, have their own connected universe on television shows, and they have these leftover characters they want to do something with. It just ain't going to work. Yeah. Sorry. Oh well, well, you don't you don't have the world building skills of Marvel in this case, TC. Sorry, that's... be able to take um, something no one cares about and make them care about it like they were able to do with Guardians of the Universe. Yeah, that's uh, oh that's well. True. But all right, well, I guess that'll wrap it up for episode number nineteen of the Hillcrest Duo. Jonathan coming Tays up, edition. Yeah, coming up. We're going to do our Oscar prediction show. We might do that next week. Uh, Deadpool releases on February 12th. We will be recapping and talking all about Deadpool. See we'll it with someone you love. I'm loving, I'm loving all the marketing for this movie. Yes. Great marketing for Deadpool. I'm loving it. Uh, also, there's a video online of Deadpool dissing Wolverine on Australia Day. Uh, look that up, Brad, if you haven't seen that yet. It's pretty funny. He's like, happy Australia Day, but I don't like you because you guys produce Wolverine. Uh, also... Just a binge note, Fuller House releases uh, February 26th. You know, I'm watching that. I'm watching. I'm going I'm to I'm watch me some Fuller House. 
Oh, childhood memories. All right, that's Brad Risto. He's on Twitter at Outsider, Outsider Brad. Brad. I'm Metal John on Twitter at Metal John Radio, and this is the Hillcrest Duo. We'll see you next week with episode number 20.